welcome to the wizard team and the time room, where we're taking our time turner out of the Department of Mysteries in the name of magical curiosity. Be warned, this is a timey-wimey podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. In this series, we will be choosing one moment from the original Harry Potter series, changing it, and asking how the story would be different from that point on. Please be advised that the time travel is heavily restricted by the Ministry of Magic and that you should not try this at home. Joining us today with clearance from the Unspeakables is BGC's Director of Strategic Partnerships and Agent of Shade, Portia Patterson Hurst. Hi, everyone. I'm excited to join you this time with y'all. <laughs> I am possibly off a couple Weasleys along the way. Yeah, I am a little bit worried. <laughs> oh, so what like, happens? It happens. Molly or Ron may not make it. <laughs> um. Okay. First, we have some announcements and reminders. This is an interactive podcast. We want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to join the conversation. Love our website, Love Wizard Team. Have a few extra galleons lying around. Support Black Girls Create. Check out our Patronus perks or send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash support. And we have Black Girls Create merch, so head over to our website and step up your nerd, fashion, and stationary game. If you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes. And subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah with nerd news and links to what's been going on. To subscribe, go to blackgirlscreate.org. So, Sunday was Portia's birthday. So (laughs) as you listen to this episode, make sure that you hit her up and be like, oh, also, by the way, happy birthday, Portia. Happy birthday, Portia. We uh, didn't know that when we recorded when it was going to come out but we know otherwise that now, we would have just said it we would have just said at it. the time so like we are not rude and just like completely ignoring the fact that it was her birthday we just you know timey whiny we already said what it we was. don't know what time it is we, we don't know but it's out now and now it's her birthday so say happy birthday happy birthday portia <laughs> um and yesterday was niecy's birthday and friday is ish and kate's birthday and also christmas so like now we're in the holidays uh-oh well in the holidays Whoop. So deep in the season, all the way, tis, tis, <laughs> and such, and so forth, and so on. Um, I'm gonna say that from now on. Someone's gonna say, Merry Christmas, and I'm gonna say, tis, tis and such, and so forth. Well, you say it's the season, tis. Um, so yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> And happy holidays. And happy and tis. And tis. <laughs> tis. Let's do it. So, Portia, what is it that you are planning to change? I um, am tired of Hermione Granger's rep as an activist. I think that Homegirl deserves a little better. Uh, we could get to do a little bit more right by Hermione and her activism. So for this, I would like her to be radicalized by the treatment of muggles during the World Cup by Death Eaters and Wizards in general, because we see that happen earlier on with the muggles. Um, and then instead of taking up the cause of House Elves, which she doesn't even go there, take up the cause of muggles and muggleborns, which is very much like in her purview, something that she could do. Mm-hmm. Love it. It was funny. I was like looking, I was like kind of skimming the like sections or whatever um, beforehand. And I was just like, she really just forgot Hermione was Muggleborn like a couple times. It's just yeah. like that that would be something that like 
what effect. She just straightened it out. Yeah, like it was, yeah. I just didn't, I had forgotten because it's been a minute since I've read Gobble of Fire. And it's so. also really funny to me because I don't know why because it's not really like in the text, but it, maybe it's Fanon and I haven't even read that much like Jilly Fick or anything like that, but I always felt like just like Lily would not let that fly. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but it's just like, just like, like going back to that portion of the um, story, it just felt so jarring because we are supposed to kind of compare Hermione to Lily's legacy Mm -hmm. um and it just felt like yeah what (laughs) yeah nobody got punched that's crazy (laughs) yeah so right so the first part that you mentioned is up in um what chapter is that was that yeah Bagman and Crouch that's chapter seven Mm -hmm. um and it's when we see um, so it says uh, this my this like PDF doesn't have the um, page numbers, but it says a man was standing in the doorway looking at the tents. Harry knew at a glance this was the only real muggle for several acres. Um, so it's Mr. Roberts. Um, he's asking how Mr. Weasley will pay. And then Mr. Weasley asks Harry to help um, with the muggle money. Um, and then Mr. Roberts is like, you're not the first person who's had trouble with money. I had two try to pay me with great gold coins the size of hubcaps 10 minutes ago. Um, and he's like, never been this crowded. Hundreds of pre-bookings. People usually just turn up. So he's like kind of, you know, getting a little suspicious. And then um, another wizard appears out of thin air, obliviates him. Like just immediately. Um, yeah. He's like, oh, and he says, um, been having a lot, a lot of trouble with him. Needs a memory charm 10 times a day to keep him happy. Um, I'm sure having your memory erased multiple times <laughs> during the day makes everyone happy, Yeah, right? that'd be great. Um, and so that whole time, like, Hermione is not in that at all. It's Harry who's helping. Mm-hmm. It's Harry who's helping with the money. It's, like, it's Harry who is overhearing the conversation. And, like, I assume Hermione is overhearing the conversation because they're, like, Right together, but she doesn't say anything. Um, she doesn't even like have a make a face. Um, yeah, the first time we like hear her say something after this exchange is basically her being like, Oh, yeah, whenever Mr. Woozy directs them to go get water. Mm-hmm. So they're just kind of like, she's just kind of like looking at the wonder of it all, like going around the campgrounds with Harry. She doesn't really, she, it's like she has no, she's even like giving a side like, oh, that's crappy or anything. Right. I really don't hear her have a response. Yeah. It's also weird too, because Mr. Weasley walks over to where the kids are standing and, I, and not, it's not weird that he asks Harry because he has a better relationship with Harry, um, or stronger one, but that she doesn't, Miss Know-It-All Granger like doesn't even like step in and like you know, just make it go a lot smoother. Mm-hmm. Um, she just is kind of forgotten about in this entire thing. Um, and it is like, especially when they're giving up 10 times a day, no one, even Harry doesn't really blink about it. Right. And I mean, like, and this is one of those things too, because then we get to the Quidditch World Cup and there's like a moment where Malfoy like looks at Hermione um, and it says his lips curl and she goes slightly pink, but stares determinedly back at him. So like she's dealing with these like 
micro and macro aggressions like throughout throughout the whole thing, but it's not saying anything or like it just doesn't come up again other than just like oh yeah that's just the thing that the Malfoys do mm-hmm. um, and there's no like connection between them just like the treatment of her and the treatment of like Mr. Roberts and him just being like obliterated yeah. all up and through the day so then we get to um, after the cup I am having a hard it's, time yeah it's chapter 9 the dark mark <laughs> Um. Okay, so yeah, so they they run out, um, and they see or Harry sees a crowd of wizards tightly packed, moving together with wands pointing straight upwards, um, slowly marching across the field. Um, high above them, floating in midair, four struggling figures are being contorted into grotesque shapes. It's as though the masked wizards on the ground were puppeteers, and the people above them were marionettes operated by invisible strings that rose from the swans into the air um two of the figures were very small um so we get like at this point hermione and or sorry harry and ron haven't met up with hermione and Ginny because they were in different um what is it called yeah they're in different tents so they haven't met up yet um but then they do come running out and they meet up um and so they go off to go into the forest for to safety um hermione yeah, so they're just going, then they run into Draco, who is, you know, like, oh, you hadn't, you better be hurt, hadn't you better be hurrying along, you wouldn't, like, her spotted, would you? Um, and he's like, they're after muggles, do you want to be showing off your knickers in midair? He says to um, Hermione, because if you do hang around, they're moving this way, and it would give us all a laugh. Um, and like, her, and Harry stands up, stands in for Hermione, or stands up for her, sorry, and says, um, Hermione's a witch. Um... But which is such a bad re- like, response. I understand. I understand it, but it all it always like makes me really sad when someone's like says something racist, and you're like, "Well, I'm not that thing." It's like, no, but you said something right racist. If I was or wasn't, if Hermione was a muggle, she shouldn't be strong She's up. She's a muggle boy, right? Like, right. Like, and Harry has a muggle. Like, in his family, his mother was muggle-born as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I think he was doing what yeah. a lot of allies do. Like, he thinks that that's the response, but it's not. Oh, I held up the illustration, and I realized I was on mute. Huh. Um, because I wanted to show how, like, how dark and, like, scary that was supposed to be. And, like, yeah, there's no way that Hermione sees that and isn't, like, freaked out. Right. Yeah, and then, so then, mm, okay, yeah, so then Malfoy says, if you think they can't spot a mudblood, stay where you are, and Ron's like, you watch your mouth, um, and then Hermione says, never mind, Ron, seizing his arm to restrain him. So, it, it, I mean, it's one of these things that, like, I'm realizing, I guess realizing, I realized, but it's been a minute since we talked about Goblet of Fire, so I don't remember if this was ever said, um, <laughs> but it's the, it's very much the, like, the thing where it's like as the oppressed person you're expected to be like bigger not fall into your anger yeah yeah which like which like you know in some situations like maybe in this situation for her it's not worth it especially given that like they need to get to safety so it's not necessarily uh um i'm not saying that like her reaction was wrong it's more that that's more often than not what her reaction is um and so it doesn't 
there's never a moment we don't really ever see a moment where she gets fed up yeah um or it's just like okay i'm i'm tired of this like like treatment of me and other muggles and muggleborns in particular it's kind of just like that's how it is and we're just gonna like keep going regardless and that's cool sometimes but not all the time and so I'm like really glad that we're doing this one because I would assume in this moment she's like okay no yeah it's also one of those things that I've been thinking about a lot as well is because she's muggle-born and as an outsider she's been in this world for four years at this point or three and a half ish let's say mm-hmm. if you go from being treated like a normal you know and like we talked about, like Hermione's probably upper middle class. Both of her parents are dentists. Like she lives a comfortable life. Like if you're in the muggle world and you're treated with a, you're used to a level of certain, a certain respect. It seems to me that she would have a much shorter fuse for this Mm -hmm. anyway, because it's not like, I mean, say what you will about like, I'm going to relate this to like black culture and black people. Like you're a lot of times you're trained in certain situations from your family, like, what to say, what not to say for safety's sake, right? Whether or not you would, like, if when you're in school with, like, your peers, you would react differently to when you're, like, out in the world and it's, you know, a cop, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, that, but that comes from, like, years, your entire life of, like, being trained and told and, like, having those conversations um, and Hermione's parents never really had to give her that conversation about, you know, what to do in the face of, like, racism and violence and, like, disrespect. Um, so it's, uh, it's shocking to me in reading this again in however long it's been since I read this that, like, that she does have that level of constraint, like, mm-hmm. off top, because Malfoy is her peer. They're the same grade. She's smarter than him. She better than she. She smacked him in the face. She smacked him in the face once before, (laughs) Um, and like yes, in this situation, you know what I mean. They need to get to safety and stuff like that. But like, she could have done that, and also like clapped back with her mouth. Like you know what I mean. They didn't need to start brawling, but she could have like stood up for herself in a much better way. But she often after most of the time in her reactions with Malfoy, she shies away from conflict she's always de-escalating and trying to like yeah and it's interesting because like right after that is when they see winky and then that's when hermione's like angry angry yeah like she hasn't been angry this whole time about all the like microaggressions she's been dealing with now like muggles are literally being tortured and here comes winky and not to say that like again like not to say that she can't feel empathetic about winky's plight and like the plight of house elves but it definitely feels like what she should probably be fighting for first, or at least like, you know, you can do multiple things at once, but. It's, kind of, it's almost as if she like, she's taken the upset, like this, um, the fear and how upset she could possibly be about what's going on with the Death Eaters and like kind of putting that into her anger that she puts onto like Winky's treatment mm-hmm. in a bit, but also kind of like she's accepted the fact that Malfoy and his family, etc. are going to always treat her that way. So she's kind of accepting the fact that 
Oh, well, I'm gonna. I can't speak up. I, there's no point in me speaking up for myself, so I'm just gonna speak up for the house elves. Right. Right. Which doesn't make any sense. Right. No. But okay. So we're changing it though. So yes. instead, <laughs> maybe she like. So after they're like running with Malfoy, maybe she does say something, and then they leave. And they keep going on their trek to like, because I think at this point they've been split up with Fred and with Fred, George, and Jenny too. So like, um, well, here's here's I think the part that I kind of pinpointed. So they see Winky, and it looks like she's um, fighting the force that's restraining her. her area. Well, like I'm just like backing up a little bit just to um, when they're in the woods because she's that's the only and that's the only time we really hear her say anything about the Muggles. Um, I don't know what page it is in your digital, but it's like, um, Ron, you took a small figure out of, of him out of his pocket after that paragraph. It's like, I hope the others are okay, said Hermione. And then Ron said, they'll be fine. Then Harry's worried about, um, Mr. Weasley, uh, catching Lucius Malfoy. And while they're talking about that, Hermione inter- interjects, like, those poor muggles, though, said Hermione nervously. What if they can't get them down? Mm, Okay. So yeah, so then I think maybe that maybe she so maybe she like tells Rot her tells Draco off and then they leave, but like it's still like you know, like festering. Um and so then maybe Well, I wanna go back actually a little bit before that. It's just like a couple of pages when she goes off on Ron about the house elf. So um Harry saying about Winky, she didn't have permission she didn't ask permission to hide. And Hermione indignantly says, you know, house elves get a very raw deal. It's slavery. That's what it is. And then Ron comes back and says, well, the elves are happy, aren't they? You heard old Winky back at the match. House elves is not supposed to have fun. And Hermione says, it's people like you, Ron, who prop up rotten and unjust systems just because they're too lazy. And then there's a bang and they keep moving. I want to see that anger, but directed towards what's the treatment of the muggles you know what i mean like this is the one time you see her like not only go against like the system but go against ron who doesn't have a house elf but it's that's but still passively um participates in the system you know mm-hmm. so i'm thinking when it's you know those poor muggles though um i hope they what if they can't get them down and ron says they will um They'll find a way. Mad that they would do something like this when the whole Ministry of Magic's out here tonight, said Hermione. I mean, how do you think they expect to get away with it? Do you think they've been drinking, or are they just... And she broke off abruptly and looked over her shoulder. Um, that's where I wonder if she would say, you know... Those poor muggles, what if they can't get them down? Ron says they will they very will. nonchalantly, and she's like, "It's people like you who are not right because like, if you see, and, right because I and I also think that like she could um, so I think that like I mean I don't think that again I don't think that she would like not say anything about Winky yeah I think it might fuel her anger just a little bit more yeah um, and the like thing I with think Winky she has like still, gotten her to a point yeah of where she's like nah this is just all messed up because then I'm thinking about the argument that she has with Percy. Um, or even just like when they start kind of doing the flashback of like how they not flashback like a debrief about like how they saved the muggles and like oh they had to obliviate them Um, and when they leave like Roberts is like messed up 
um, yeah. because of all the Definitely. obliviation. So, like, I could see her getting into an argument with Percy and maybe even, like, Arthur about, like, the treatment of just being, like, I mean, well, y'all have been obliviating this man <laughs> for days and now he's had, like, this real... So, you know what I mean? Like, just not letting, not letting the, like, well-meaning wizards off the hook either at the same time. And I think that that could be an interesting kind of moment for her being in this house like because i think it happens when they're back at the borough so like being in this house of like pure blood wizards mm-hmm. um who are well meaning and who have like done some like cool things for her you know what i mean it's not like she, they're like treating her bad but at the same time i think for her she'd probably just be like okay but clearly there are some other issues that are more than just um like these few death eaters that one, you know what I mean? Like, and everything, and I think she could probably get frustrated. Like, everybody's all afraid about, um, everyone's all afraid about whether Voldemort's back or like what the, the Death Eaters and like all that kind of stuff. But you, you're not seeing like, because like, I mean, we've talked about it on Wizard Team before, just like all of the systems that are in place to allow for him to even, for that to even be an option. Yeah. Um, and I think that that could definitely be a moment where like at the borough where she and um where she's having this argument with the Weasleys and it's just like nah this is not just these like few people yeah I could see the argument starting from like her and Harry having like a trauma kind of deep like deep bits or something or like that like about being scared after the dark mark went up like like at the in the moment you see her grabbing Harry after the dark mark goes up after they hear the spell said um and it's like you can't like she could be scared for the both of them they could be scared for each mm-hmm. other because they both know that she's muggle-born and he's harry potter so like that could be them having a moment where they're talking they're kind of like taking down like how like okay in the moment we couldn't really talk about what was going on but now that we have time let's talk about like what's going on because hermione obviously knows the dark market is she's looked stuff up right harry just doesn't really know and they can go over that they can process that scene more um and then, like, Arthur could be trying to explain it from, like, a pure-blood, like, adult wizard kind of view of, like, well, you know, you understand that, you know, Crouch was really upset because, you know, um, he was the one who was behind blah, 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 whatever, like, Percy was explaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could lead to, like, her being like, but that's, like, that doesn't justify the treatment of the humans. But, yeah, yeah, I think having them, like, kind of come together will probably, I mean, I think it makes them, it, like, in some ways, I think would make them closer too. Mm-hmm. Um, just them having that kind of heart to heart because I don't know that we ever really see that that I can think of. Yeah. Um, although I still don't think Harry would necessarily like. He might like, you know, put in his two cents during that conversation. But I don't know that he would like go as hard as Hermione. Um, but I could totally, yeah, I could totally see her just feeling like really I don't know, just like kind of out of place yeah, probably totally, with totally like, you know, again, being in this house full of pure blood wizards who mean well, but don't really get it. And then having that like pushback when she's like, nah, but we're being treated like garbage and <laughs> like what's going on. Um, so I think that would probably strain their relationship a bit and I don't I don't know that it would be like all at once like all of a sudden like she just doesn't mess with the weasels anymore but I definitely think it could just be like it's just a thing 
Yeah. Um, so I think we would go through. Um, The rest, they go back to the Weasleys after the uh, World Cup. We get all the way to, like, Hogwarts. And when she starts to talk more about Spew, S-P-E-W, and she's knitting and things like that. Well, she isn't knitting yet. Um, This is just, like... Because she doesn't start knitting until sixth year. Oh, right. Which, so I think it'd be like so she she she's does doing all, all of that research she, she does like the and... she does like the hunger strike or whatever, um that was only super brief, but I would think that she might not do that. She did a hunger strike. Very. It was more like she found out in the middle of eating during the beginning feast that it was like cooked by house elves and that she just stopped eating, and then the next day she was eating. She was eating again, so it wasn't really. I just forgot but, about that. Yeah. yeah. So I could I would say that like she eats but I, I just think I think what it would be is that she's just like bringing things up more like maybe like I don't you know Malfoy says things and I think that she's just comes a little harder than she has in the past mm-hmm. um because she's just kind of fed up and I wonder because I, I I don't I think that like like the way that Harry and Ron react to Hermione with spew I don't think that they would react exactly the same way um about the cause but i think they would react about the um like her personal anger honestly i would love to see her kind of like react to what happened to the roberts with like a like imagine if my family had been the family up there um harry imagine if like your family if like your mom had been the one up there mm-hmm. and her grandparents had been the ones up there sort of thing and that kind of keeps playing out in her head like she keeps bringing you know those things up yeah and I could see her just kind of being like not like no longer having like the patience for people saying like anti-muggle things or things that even if they don't know right away that it's anti-muggle you know what I mean just like saying things that are like I just couldn't see her like taking that stuff anymore um, mm-hmm. And I could see like Harry kind of being like, "Yo, Hermione, you gotta chill a little bit, right? Like, you know, we don't, you don't need to be in detention, you don't need to like, <laughs> like relax." But I could also see Ron, and especially like, and also like, I mean, I love the Weasleys, but <laughs> um, I could see like, and we see how like Fred and George have that conversation with Hermione about Spew, and they're kind of just like they like it. So I could see them all kind of parroting like, not necessarily being against what she's doing, but also being like, there's a way you go about things or... It's not that big a, of a deal. Yeah. That was a one-off thing. Like, there are bad apples. In, you know what I mean? There are always, like... Not all wizards, I right. think, is what she would... The clapback she would get from... Especially the Weasleys. They would be like, we don't have a problem with you. We love you. You're muggle-born. So that means it's not an issue. Um, I'm trying... But also, like, her bringing up, like... Like there being a lack of ministry, like assistance or something or whatever. It's like, what do you mean? There's a whole mobile office. You know, Arthur's on it. Right. And she's like, I mean, yes, but what? What's their budget? What they do? And how they you still abiliate in all the most? Like, I think, I think that would be like one of her main things. Like, I could totally see her like once, um, like the SPEW like comes up. I could totally see her. Instead, like, being, like, I mean, so first things first, we just not going to be oblivious muggles out here unless it's, like, super important, unless it's, like, super necessary. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. 
to maintain the statute of secrecy, there has to be a level of like, you have to be able to secrecy. do that. Yeah, there have, <laughs> that's the whole point. But they're like having to obliviate dude 10 times a day just because he happened to see a, a galleon. Or is, he asked a question. Is an ridiculous. Question. Yeah. Yeah, it's because he, susp- he became suspicious. And then, it, um, and then the thing that they obliviated him so hard after the Death Eaters abuse that he was said Merry Christmas to them. Mm-hmm. He didn't even know what time of the year it was. Yeah, and Arthur's response was like, sometimes it takes a little bit, a little while, but he'll be okay. And it was like, I think one of her like first demands is like, are we doing any research to show that? Like, how right. do we know the effects of like multiple obliviations? Like, should there not be some sort of regulations around when and when you can't? Because to me, also, the thing that, like, I never understood was, like, why didn't they just wait until the event was over and then obliviate the whole event right. from him? You know what I mean? Like, instead of, like, mm-hmm. all these little things. So, like, I could see her coming up with this list of, like, reforms for, that the ministry needs to, like, look into or um, further research that they need to do. Taking it to Arthur and Arthur probably being, like, that's cute. Like, in the same ways in which they react to, like, Percy's cauldron bottom reports Mm. of like I'm glad you have passion but it's not important you know right um so so we're I'm I'm giving up on trying to find stuff in my well no so I'm trying to find like the first thing that I think would like have a big change and honestly I think so like I do think that like Ron and Hermione's relationship would be strained but like not broken like, I think it would just be one of those things where Hermione is, like... Per usual. Yes, per usual, but I think it, I think in some ways it would be a little bit different. Um, because I think that, like, a lot of the things that they argue about are... I, I, I wouldn't I don't want to say, like, less personal, but the personal and political don't necessarily come together yeah. at the same time. Um, so it's, it's usually either one or the other, and a lot of times, like, you can work your way through that yeah for sure um but because it like in this case it would be together i think that like ron saying certain things or like when she decides like this is what i'm doing i feel like he'd be like i mean but why you know what i mean like Mm. i think that he'd again like we said like he'd be parroting the same things as like his the rest of his family and i think that she would just start to feel like is this even really my friend um but not necessarily like enough of like i don't think there would necessarily be a as much of a big blow up yeah at least not right away. I think she, it would just I feel be like, like she would probably start, I don't know, seeking out the other Muggleborn. So mm-hmm. she, you might see her talking more to Colin Creevy, even though they're different ages and, like, you know, it feels, like, strange. But Colin, you know what I mean? Colin's like, you know Harry Potter and I love this world, but also I am a Muggleborn. Um, talking to Dean, you yep. know? Boop. who is much more tied and in Dean's mind, you know, he is to Dean, Dean's a muggle-born. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you would see her, not that there would be this big break. I kind of, I'm thinking about like when Sirius sends the broomstick, you know, and there's just like this immediate. Yeah. It wouldn't be like that. Know, it I wouldn't be like that. It would just be this like slow. Yeah. Where's Hermione? Oh, oh she's, she's at the library. Oh, no. She's talking with Dean and Colin and. Justin is Justin, also born, yeah. Um, who is Yikes. not dead in this in this timeline. <laughs> um, but yeah, also I think um, the other thing I was gonna say is oh, I also think that like when Harry and Ron have their split, 
I think Hermione is on Harry's side. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. like, I think, like, in, in right, like, I think that I she was definitely splitting her time in, like, canon, but I think that, like, as, once they're having a thing, and she she's like, yeah, Ron's tripping, and he's kind of been tripping, so I'm gonna just be over here mm-hmm. with Harry, and, like, and then not so much, like, do yeah, that and, 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 I, and I don't think that, again, I think that that's true, but I don't think that it would be... I think that Ron would just real like look up and realize like oh I don't really have my friends like, because I, I don't think Hermione. yeah yeah I, it wouldn't be like a, I think that would be, a... be when Ron is like oh me and Hermione have not talked or had a relationship because when he's friends with Harry Hermione's important but mm-hmm. she is definitely like the third wheel mm-hmm. um, and like he notices you know what she's doing and stuff but I don't think it, he would feel keenly her loss. Until he Good also choice. loses Harry. Right, same. Yeah. And I think that she, but and I, I don't... Wonder, uh, oh, go I ahead. I if he would even care as much about Hermione's, like, I get, I get that he would realize that she was, like, had, like, been more strained in relationship to him than he noticed after Harry, but, like, he made a point to hang out with, like, his brothers and, like... Dean and Seamus. Um, and Dean and Seamus yeah. whenever Harry was not with him. So I don't know if, like, it would... No, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. I think she. I think he would just. And the thing is, I also don't think that Hermione would fully go in. Think about it in that way of like, oh, I'm also, I'm also breaking up with Ron. It's more just like, I mean, it feels more comfortable for me to hang out with Harry. And maybe, maybe she doesn't even fully interrogate that right away. You know what I mean? Like, I just again, like, I think it's like just the slow kind of, (laughs) the slow burn to like them kind of just being not as close. I think the, well, does the Yule Ball come before, um, yeah, so they're beefing, and then there's the unexpected task. Okay, so the Yule Ball does come before, um, I think. Didn't they make up after the first task because the dragon scared Ron? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think that, like, maybe, okay, yeah, so then... I would think again, like, so Hermione was helping. So I just like in Canada, I think Hermione is like helping Harry with, um, the first task. And then, um, once like, I think, yeah, once like Harry and Ron make up, I think Hermione, Ooh. okay. Um, I think Hermione is still, like, I think Hermione and Ron are still cool. I just think, again, like, they're just not as close. Like, they'll still hang. Like, once everybody's, they've made up and it's, like, the big break is, like, smoothed over, I think they're just kind of back to how it was, but not, you know? Yeah, I kind of feel like it would just be more, like, they would have meals together and they would be acquaintance friends, you know? Like, mm-hmm. um... Ron, like she, Hermione goes up to talk, say something to Harry, talk to Harry. Ron's there. She's not shying away from him. She's not going to not say hi and stuff like that, but they're just not going to, mm-hmm. you're never going to, I don't think you'd ever see Harry walking up and finding Ron and Hermione together. Yeah. So the, so the big thing which means, Ooh, sorry. Oh no, go ahead. I was going to say, which means will we be seeing Hermione at the burrow? Okay, breaks. so that's, that's so right. two things. They didn't, they're, they don't go to the borough this time. Right. But I also, mean, yeah. I skipped ahead. Yeah. But, yeah. I think the, the, like, in terms of, like, the time travel portion of this, um, the main thing is that she wouldn't go to the kitchen and she wouldn't meet Dobby mm. or Winky. 
So I don't know yet exactly what that would do. Um, she would, she's already met Dobby through Harry, no? No, I don't think she and Ron have met, met Dobby, Dobby, but it's not even that. It's more just like they don't go to the kitchen, so they don't know Dobby's there. They don't know Winky's there. So like that um, is because like that's the whole thing where like Hermione runs in and is like, you won't believe who I found and like all that kind of stuff. And because we're not doing that. And I don't know if that's going to change anything in particular, like yet, but that's like definitely a thing. Um. Yeah, I still feel like Dobby is still involved with Harry, though. Like, he gives him, like, the Christmas socks or whatever. Well, that's the thing, is that I don't know that that would happen yet. Like, that's not, um... Like, I don't know if that I, would I happen, because I think Dobby would still, when, during the second task, he's the one that's, like... You're wheezy. You're wheezy. I think Dobby would still do so that. So that's when... But okay. So and that would just when, take... That would that would be when Harry realizes that Dobby's, Dobby's around. At, yeah. Okay. And it would take him a little bit longer because he'd be like, Dobby, what are you doing here? You're not here to like, you trying to murder me again? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's going on? It wouldn't be as comfortable yeah. as it is when Dobby's like, yeah, we've already been, you know, talking and you know that I'm here and you visited me a couple of times. Like, yeah, this is the first time that Dobby reintroduces himself is to be like, you're wheezy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so for the Yule Ball... So, like, Hermione is, like, still, I would assume, like, you know, gets asked out by Crumb. hmm And I wonder if Ron had doing the, like, Hermione, you're a girl thing is what, like, really just... Oh, I could see her going, like, I'm a girl. I'm a muggle. I'm yeah, like, I could just, wow. like, I could just see her, like, taking it to, like, excuse me, you know, it's one of those things where, like, it builds up. And if she's not saying anything of the past, like, you know, they're, like few kind of disagreements but at a certain point I'm like we were saying like I think she would kind of just be like yeah I don't know something about Ron like it's just not clicking the same way it was like I could totally see like her like that moment where he's like I mean you know you're a girl you ain't got a date we all we just go together and she just it all comes out yeah and I think Ron is like yo I wasn't even saying nothing about the muggle-born thing where did that come from and she's just like nah and another thing and we'll do like I could because I also think at that point Hermione is checking for Ron a little bit and so the your girl thing, like, but I don't think that she would her, be. In that's what I'm thing. saying. Yeah. I'm saying like in the in the original timeline, Hermione has this slow burn crush. Like there's a little something there yeah. about Ron that she like. I think at that point, still in the in the original timeline, she could take or leave. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it's like it's like this. I think I kind of like him. Right. Um, and then that happens, and she blows up at him. But it's mostly about hurt feelings in terms of her her romantic feelings for him yeah whereas in this timeline that happened she's not checked she doesn't have a slow summering crush on ron she's just hoping that he would possibly have the upper like the capacity to be a better person mm-hmm. and so that happens and she's just like no like you don't even i can't i don't even know if i can be friends with you right she also probably feels really tight because she sees Ron and her um, and Harry both um, lusting over like Muggle, not Muggle, um, full blood, pure blood wizards. Like Cho Chang is like, for all we know, she's pure blood. Um, Fleur Delacour, like they're not. Well, I mean, she's part Vila, but it's still like magic. Yeah, she's so she's probably so stung, like stung by the fact that her like closest male friends 
are not even looking, like, checking for, like, muggle-borns like her or whatever. Like, she's probably, like, salty about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, she goes to the Yule Ball with Crumb. Um, Ron does not have a good time, but is that when, do you think that's when Ron realizes that he likes Hermione and tries to do better? Or do you think he's so taken aback by being told off? I think he's a proud. He's a proud. I, but I, I mean, I, even in the original timeline, he's proud and he like, well, you know, the whole lavender thing, right? He knows he likes Hermione, but he's still proud and acts that way. Yeah. But he, um, I feel like the Yule Ball is, to me, when I read it in the original timeline, is when they start to really see like, oh, I like Hermione more than just a friend. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I don't think that Ron artic- like could articulate to himself I didn't want to go to the Yule Ball with Hermione because I, like because she's just a girl who I know and I'm comfortable with. I yeah. want to go to, a, to the Yule Ball with Hermione because she's Hermione. I don't think he realizes that until she's at the Yule Ball with Crumb. Mm. So I'm wondering if you think in this timeline is that same realization happened? But I always took him but, him being mad about the fact that she went to the ball with Crumb. Like, literally, like, because he was, like, looking up to Crumb, and he smashes the Crumb figurine after the ball. Like, he's, like, the Crumb part of it means something to him. Yeah, I but I also wonder if, like, if they, because I, they, did, they didn't have a, like, I think you're saying, like, they didn't have an argument before he found, like, he found out that she was going with Crumb when she showed up with Crumb. And yeah. so it could just be one of those things where, like, because they didn't have any, disagreement outright like it, I think he could come to the ball be salty see her with Crumb and be like like I don't know I mm, I think that he would might be salty but I think that he would be wary about like crossing her again like right. so like because obviously like at this moment in this timeline they're in a fight yeah the way that I've always read the original timeline is that Crumb is salt on the wounds like not only did you not go with me when I asked you and you should have dropped everything to go with me because I'm Ron and you're I'm your friend but then you didn't go with me and you went with, like, the biggest Quidditch star. Like, it wasn't like you were slumming it. Like, I can't even feel better than you because I'm going with one of the prettiest girls in my year. And you're at the ball with Neville. You know what I mean? Like, right. it was like, oh, no, I asked you. You rejected me. And then you upgraded <laughs> in his mind. Right. In Ron's mind, like, Crumb is. And in Portia's mind, I can see it in your face. Crumb <laughs> is, like, a major upgrade. Um <laughs> But I do think both of those things are true at the same time. I think Crumb is just really, like, icing on the cake to Ron being like, oh, shit, I messed up. I actually didn't just want to go to the ball with Hermione because she's a girl. I wanted to go to the ball with Hermione because she's Hermione. Oh, crap, I might like her. And I think that all is going through his mind, right? In this timeline, I think that might still be going through his mind, but he's like, oh, shit, I messed up. And I might like Hermione for Hermione, but also, is Hermione ever going to talk to me again? Mm. Like, did I just ruin that whole thing my question is is the Ron that we know now at this moment going to be the Ron that doubles it down and is like well she don't she ain't checking for me I ain't checking for her and just goes leans into petty yeah I just wanted for this timeline Ron like I'm thinking I'm trying to think about it from the perspective of like someone who's like a bad ally right Mm -hmm. he's kind of like I just she thinks I'm racist and I can't right like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be feeling like he probably might be interrogating his feelings for her because like do I want to be with someone who thinks I'm racist right 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 that's and that was my question it's like is this the moment in which 
he starts to like interrogate and do better uh, like oh she thinks I'm a bad ally am I a bad ally or is this the moment in which Ron is like she thinks I'm racist F her too you know what I mean yeah um, I, I feel like he would double down I think he would double down not to say that he would continue like that he necessarily would double down forever but I think in this moment he probably would yeah. because the, like you said like the crumb thing is like another thing and so I yeah, think like she thinks she's better than me mm. right mm. is crumb not racist right like he's yeah <laughs> Yeah, like, I think he would definitely, yeah, so I think that they, because in this timeline, they kind of have their little blow up, and then they just decide that they're just not gonna, they're just gonna pretend that it didn't happen, happen. whereas in this case, I think they just are not cool like that, and so now it's Harry going back and forth um, earlier than... But also, I wonder how much, like, I get that Harry, like, Ron's gonna be his friend, like, I mean, he's gonna be Ron's friend. But I also wonder how kind of like is Harry moving around Ron a little differently, knowing that he's holding down so hard this like being a bad ally thing. He's like kind of like yes and no. I don't think so because I think Harry does not call Ron out for anything. And Harry babies Harry babies Ron a lot. Like even the like in like book one or two. I think it might be book two when they're in the train and he like I think no, it's book one. They like it's barely met and. Harry's like, oh, I'm just gonna buy all the stuff in the trolley. He looks and he sees that Ron is feeling away about it. He's like, oh, I know, I just, you know, not gonna eat all of this. And I really love those sandwiches. And do you want to trade? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and so he does a lot of things to coddle Ron's feelings. And I think that that would continue to happen. Where I think Harry would say, you know, like Hermione makes points. I don't think you're racist. And I see that you're trying your best. But like, I, but this is maybe, um, how Hermione sees it, but I don't think right. that's like I think true. He, I think it would just He's, he would couch it in like a way, and I think that he maybe in his head he'd be like, mm, <laughs> "Ron's tripping," but yeah. I'd be especially because they just got back cool. Like I do not see Harry like. But I also Ron do think that in, in Harry's way. in Harry's heart, he does believe he's like. But Ron is a good person. Yeah. So, like, he, I think that, you know, I've been guilty of this, too, where it's like, you have failed as an ally, but that's because, like, I need to do a better job teaching you, mm-hmm. where it's like, that's not my job. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, at, you know, 13, I don't know, how old are they, 14? They're 14. He's 14 right now? Yeah. Um, I still think that Harry's going to give him the benefit of the doubt and be like, Ron is ultimately good, ultimately is not racist and does not believe those things he's saying. He just doesn't have the language. And so I'm going to help him. You know what I mean? I'm going to hold his hand through this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that it's like a, in my, in the back of his brain, he's like, Ron's tripping. I think he's really like, I just got to hold his hand. I got to teach him. Right. That's my burden now. <laughs> right. Which I mean, in some ways is him being a good ally because he is not muggle board. No. So, um, I mean, things are, you know, still a little more complicated for him because he's definitely getting he's so they're coming they're coming for him in addition to but yeah it's not the same like systemic thing it's just Harry um it's chosen one it's, it's chosen one thing um <laughs> systematically <laughs> the chosen one um so then so then after that is like the ha- like Hagrid gets outed as a um half giant as a half giant and Ooh. I could see that making her mind even worse. Piss. Like, I could yeah. see, see her, especially because, like, you know, Malfoy talking mess. Um, and then it's like, right on the same side as Malfoy? Interesting. Yeah. 
Well, would she even know that? Is she got to be in these conversations? I mean, I guess Harry could tell her. It would all be like second Yeah, because like, even like in the situation when they're in, like Harry is the one who talks to Malfoy and then he shows, later he shows Hermione the Daily Prophet. I think Malfoy shows him the Daily Prophet mm-hmm. article and then, um, but Hermione isn't like there for some reason. No, but I think, oh, I, I think I'm it's thinking it's about uni- when, Oh, it's because it's the unicorn one, so like they're split up. Yeah, but I, I'm thinking of when Ron says something like, oh, but is that safe? You know, he says, he has, like, this moment of, like, Hagrid's a half-giant, is that safe? And I think he says that in front of Ron, um, Hermione and Harry. And I'm wondering if Hermione would even be there for that conversation. Right, oh, wait, no, but Harry and Ron over, are overhear it. I forgot about that. They they don't read about it yeah, in the process. Yeah, they, they overhear it. it. So I don't think, and I think Harry says that, I mean, Ron says that earlier without... Like Hermione isn't there. Hermione's not there. Because they've okay. already yeah, they've already had their fight, both like canonically and in this timeline. Um So yeah, I mean I think it's really one of those where it's uh Hermione and uh Malfoy are like just <laughs> like Hermione is anytime Malfoy pops up, she's like you, you raggedy bitch, like, out of my face. <laughs> We're not doing this. Stop talking about Hagrid. Um, yes, I think the, the only time the three of them are together to talk to Hagrid is, like, whenever they're in his cabin in Dumbledore's bed. Yeah. 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 And I think that, like, I could see the three of them just, like, doing it and, like, Ron and Hermione are not talking to each other, but I could see the three of them being like, you know, it's Hagrid. Or like Harry being like, it's Hagrid, y'all. Like, we just need to go like talk to him. Just, you know, for like two seconds. Let's just go like see the homie. And I think that like Hermione would absolutely like, you know, I think for her, she would see that as a connected thing to like Muggleborn rights as well. Like, so I think she might even go off in the, like in yeah, Hagrid's off, hut. And she goes off at the door and Dumbledore opens it. He's like, slightly pink because she was like don't let that stupid skeeter woman make you feel exactly Dumbledore opens it and she's like my fault and Dumbledore's like nah you good um so yeah I could totally see like and I could totally see like them once Dumbledore leaves like having the conversation and Hermione kind of going off and Ron being like here she go again and like maybe not saying anything but like Mm -hmm. you know like the kind of roll eyes or like making eye contact with Harry and Harry like makes the eye contact but is also like I mean she's not wrong (laughs) um so yeah, I think the, I mean, yeah, I think pretty much this would all more or less go the same because then there's, because um, then after that is like the second task. So we have Dobby popping up to help Harry still, but it's a little, it just takes a little bit more because Harry's trying to figure out like why Dobby is there. But I don't think that would like disrupt anything. Um... Yeah, Ron is obviously still Harry's most precious. And Hermione is still crumbs, which I think would also make them, like, would make Ron even angrier. Yeah. Um, ooh. Um, sorry, one second. Because the other thing, too, is that the, there's... Oh, what we forgot about is after um, the first task, Rita comes for Hermione. Yeah. And is all those rumors about Hermione and Harry. Yeah. So now Mrs. Weasley is also... I mean, 
Ooh, the Weasleys are done. The Weasleys in a <laughs> just as a whole. She's she I think she's definitely not seeing it for them anymore. So that's awkward. Um I'm trying to come up with acronyms for the not SPEW, <laughs> which is not the point of what we're doing here. But so but far I've got moi. Moi. <laughs> Muggle Wizard Alliance. And I was working on something about spam. Society for the promotion. Advocating muggle welfare or something. I don't know. I'll, I'm going to keep working on it as we go through this. <laughs> and I need y'all to know that this is a completely an ADHD thing because it is not the point. But, but we'd like to know. I'm focused on. <laughs> okay, so Sirius is back. Does Hermione go? Is it? Because I'm curious. What I think one of my main questions at this point is, so we know that Ron and Hermione are beefing. Mm-hmm. Are they still like, like I know, and I know that they're still homies with Harry. So when Harry is going through things, are we saying that they just kind of like, I think they band together and just do it? Or are, is it one of those things where it's like, I mean, Ron's going to go with you, serious? Cool, I'm going to go hang out in Hogsmeade on some other stuff. Just, like, catch me up on what's happening. Or, you know what I mean? No, I think they swallow their pride and they have this, like, silent, like, we're just going to do what we got to do yeah. for Harry. Because I don't, I don't foresee, I think, I feel like Harry would be like, Ron is coming with me and that's just a given. Mm-hmm. And I don't foresee... Hermione, I feel like Harry would go to Hermione and be like, me and Ron, as in like, this is what's happening. Me and Ron are going to see Sirius. Do you want to come? Mm-hmm. And Hermione being like, I'm a bigger person. Right. You know what I mean? I I'm over Ron. Like, you, if you continue to, you know, advocate for him or whatever, like, fine. But like, you're my friend as well. And I'm going to go and support you. So I feel like that is how that would happen. Like, all of their, like, trio adventures wouldn't would 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 be from the lens of Hermione saying I'm a ghetto like I'm I am not choosing to be friends with Ron but I am not going to let Ron get in the way of my friendship and add like and loyalty to you and what needs to be done Mm -hmm. you know especially because sorry I'm sorry Hermione is black Mm -hmm. yeah and us as black women we don't mess with you. We don't mess with you, but that does not stop us from doing what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. But we also petty. And oh, I'm not saying yeah. petty is not going to be there. I'm just saying. Delia um, in the chat says, or Ron is jealous on the low and starts not wanting to go anywhere like where they both are. Um, because Hermione is not letting him do the big stuff alone to include looking out for his godfather. So then it, maybe it's on Ron's side. Is he like, oh, Hermione going to be there? I don't want to come. Mm. Yeah, I, but I definitely think on Hermione's side, at least, she's not. She's gonna say, "I'm not gonna let Ron dictate whether or not I show up for Harry." Mm. I feel like it's still two ways. Cause I feel like what we've seen from Hermione before, when she's not seeing Ron, is her just taking it upon herself to do stuff on her own. Like she goes, she went to go see Hagrid on her own. Harry and Ron weren't going to work on the case for um, Norbert mm-hmm. with her or whatever. So I feel like there's a lot of stuff she probably would have just taken upon herself to do on her own. She doesn't have time to wait. Yeah, but I think that's those are more of the things in which, like, Harry is also slacking off. But in, like, I get that. going to I'm see... Saying, I feel like her personality in general is, I'm not going to wait. Like, if they're going to... Yeah, I, like, whenever it comes to supporting Harry, she's going to pick and choose 
when she's gonna get involved with a Harry Ron venture and when she's just gonna sit it out. Like that's just her personality to be like, I'm gonna be here when I need to be here and I'm not gonna be there if I don't have to. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah, and I could yeah, I could definitely see like Hermione is definitely off on her own or like off with other people more often. But like yeah, but also it's still in this, with Harry and it's still Yeah, like, in this good. particular moment when they're going to see Sirius in the mountains, Hermione's coming. Um, Amani says the who all gonna be their energy is peak and I think that that's true on yeah. both sides but um, the way that I understand it because my digital copy is not working is they make that plan in like the men's dorms or dorm rooms or mm-hmm. the boys dorms and then go and tell Hermione about it so it would be up to Hermione to opt out mm-hmm. in that situation and I don't think she would but it would be tense so now my question is, when Hermione gets all this hate mail, does is does that change Ron's like outlook? Is that the thing that does it? Is she well, selling Ron about the hate mail? Well, she gets it at track. she gets it at the, the, um, the in table. the great hall yeah, like, during breakfast, and I could see Ron like singing that, and especially if and like we only she only reads like a couple of the letters, but like I'm sure some of that stuff is like. Oh, anti yeah. like is like goes for her as like being a muggle a muggle or a muggle born and so i wonder if that's a moment where ron is like oh yikes to backtrack just a little bit uh-huh. like whenever they were going to go see hagrid um they saw rita scooter on the grounds and ron told her i need to watch her back around rita so i could see him having a moment of being kind of like I told you so, not to get yourself into this, mm. and now this is where you are, or whatever, but also kind of, maybe he'd suck that up, but also he definitely told her. Yeah. I mean, I could see that happening, like, the maybe the first time, but, like, the like the deluge of hate, I think he would definitely be like, oh, maybe Hermione has a point, points of being made. And then it's the slow, very Ronald, um dragging his feet to get to being like you were right mm-hmm. <laughs> i apologize like it would still take a minute yeah i think that might be like that a... that's the trigger of like oh maybe i was a bad ally mm-hmm. i think so like whenever doesn't she get like uh open a package and like some acid like comes out or something yeah yeah and maybe i that would be the thing yeah and i can see like he definitely like afterwards is like you know like do we really have to go after rita again like rita now like after everything else um and i think that like he might say that and she's like yo like are you serious and and, because she goes she goes i'm not asking you to help i'll do it on my own and i could see him saying that in a way that he thinks is helpful Mm -hmm. and then her being like nah i'll do it myself he definitely has a be the bigger person energy right and i think that and i think that like that's the thing that now that he's kind of i think it's one of those things he's gonna have to just like once she says that just kind of like it's in his head and i and again like i don't think he'll learn right away but we do see oftentimes in the books that ron he gets there yeah it takes a second and he'd be tripping and he does some harm along the way but like he does eventually get there and i think that like if he does value his like friendship with hermione which i think he does even though he'd be tripping Mm -hmm. like i think that eventually he does get there it's just a matter of When. when and maybe it's after um because now we're at the end, so maybe it's after Harry comes back with Cedric. 
that he like is just like oh okay not nah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know the Death Eaters is the Death Eaters Voldemort's are back. back Voldemort's back Voldemort's back there's like there's like immediate danger and, and, and like and then like maybe in his head he's playing back like all the things that she's been talking about even the smaller things and it's like okay nah you're not wrong so then we are gonna go through what so they they come together um Ron always does have a moment of like going up to like you know he went up to Harry and was like you're right those dragons that was crazy you Mm -hmm. didn't do this um after he dips in Deathly Hallows he you know as soon as I left I immediately regretted it like he will take responsibility it Mm -hmm. takes him forever to get there so do you think at the end of like parting of the ways maybe um he comes up to Hermione and says you know you're right I was wrong and I may not always get it right, but I'm here and I'm on your side and let's like fight these Death Eaters. Yeah. And does that repair it completely? Well, so my question is what about the other Weasleys? Because I think it might for like, I think it might for them, at least in that, like at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're still like but, isolated at Hogwarts. Type yeah. Of. And so I wonder if like, would she go to Grimaud Place? Would she like, would she spend more time with her family perhaps? <laughs> and like... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, would that be a thing that... I personally think that she does still go to Grimmauld Place because she's not gonna not fight the Death Eaters. Yes, but it's not like they're really learning anything. They're there and they're being like... Like, I could see... Because I still don't really understand why Hermione got there before Harry, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I could see, like, Ron writing to her and being like, oh, we're we're doing this thing. We're just out here cleaning. My mom's, like, going on a rampage. And I could totally see Hermione being like... Especially after how she was being treated by Mrs. Weasley in the last, like, yeah. the last couple months, like, being like, mm, yeah, I think it's fine. Especially if y'all not right. learning anything. You're right. We can like, definitely fix the fact that, like, she should have never been at Grandma Place before Harry got there anyway. Yeah, like, I could... But also, isn't this the summer that Harry is his rage summer where, like, he's not getting any letters from anybody for a second? Yeah. yeah. And, then... and so what I'm thinking is, like, maybe what it is instead is, like, so maybe Ron is, like, telling Hermione, oh, we're, like, at this thing. And Hermione is just like, this doesn't sound... Like, I should, you know what I mean? I need to be there, especially because, like, they're not learning anything. They're just there. Yeah, Ron's gonna be like, like, we don't know anything. The the adults keep meeting. Right, but but I'm, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like she's of age and can be in the center of it all. So I could see her not going to Grimaud Place until after Harry is attacked. You know what I mean? I could also see her, like, if anything, advocating for one of the wizards to come to her family so they can help explain what's going on or something, or, like, to help put some protections on their house, Mm -hmm. because, like, she's more fearful about what's going on because of her, like, stance on muggle-born rights, and having witnessed what happened to the Roberts in person, she's like, I don't want that to happen to my parents or whatever. So I could, yeah, so I could totally see her, maybe her and she and Harry have been, like, writing and so maybe that helps harry like a little bit because he knows that like you know he's like oh ron's off doing something and like i'm not really sure and he says he can't tell me and maybe that makes him a little salty but like there was a combined thing of like harry and i'm sorry of ron and hermione being together and he's not there so if hermione is at home i could totally see like her and harry going back and forth and like again that like brings their bond closer just like we were talking about before about them talking about like shared trauma and stuff and so and then I could see, like, once Harry gets moved to Grandma Place, her, like, Hermione being like, okay, I should probably go and, like, make sure Harry's cool and, like, whatever. Um, and at that same... And then also being like, if I go there, I can talk to somebody about, like, protecting my parents. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. And maybe she like talks to like Remus or something. I could I could I, like, I could just see her skirting around Mrs. Weasley like Yeah. Just, yeah, like I am not like mm. And I could also just see her like yeah, talking to Remus and being like I did what I could, but if you could come by. Well, she couldn't do what she could cuz she's she only can't do anything. she can't she's, she's 15. Oh, she, right. She can't do anything. It's the summertime. Right, yeah. right, right. Um yeah, I could see her doing that and then like being at home because she even Well, see, I would think even that once before, Harry's there that she would want to go. Even, it, like, Maybe especially after he's been, like, attacked. You know what I mean? But would she stay? Would she just... Yeah, I can't... I don't, I don't think that she would stay because I feel like if she goes... She would see that Harry's okay, see that Harry's surrounded, talk to Remus and say, can someone come and help me put up some protections? Mm-hmm. And then, because you can use magic in self-defense. Right. I feel like she would stay with her parents... Until it's time to go Until back it's to time to go back to Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. Because she's, like... Not like the majority of people would assume I'm with my parents anyway, because that's what you're supposed to do. Because right. you're a child, you should be with your parents. <laughs> so if any like p- any Death Eaters or anyone with like anti-Muggle sentiment were gonna come for me, yeah, this is where they're coming, and I'm not gonna just like be at Grandma. Yeah, leave right. them out here. And she's also not gonna stop talking either. So. Yes, but you know who else probably feels the same way that Hermione does, and she's in a better relationship now because of her not being up and around Dean, Dean Thomas. Yes. And I could also see that being Hermione's crusade this whole summer is like getting Remus to come help put protection on her house and then saying, here's a list of like the muggle-borns, muggle-borns that, that need I... to be like checked on. Yeah. And that could also, yeah, bring her closer to Dean too. And I think like, Dean, would... I need your address because I'm, <laughs> I'm sending someone around. And I think too, like the, the, you know, the organization that you're trying to, like, I yeah. think that over the Moi. summer she's like, Moi. Muggle Wizard Alliance. Mwah. Um, I could see her being like, okay, while I'm like I'm, I know things are popping off. And like I'm sure she's getting the Daily Prophet, so she sees what they're doing. And she's like, clearly the yeah. ministry is not going to be of help. So I'm gonna like maybe that during the summer she's using her organization to try to like figure out protections for Muggleborn. Help John and, like, memory. When do we get SPEW in six, four, and four, no, four, four? Right? Yeah. There's a moment before she like tells him and gives him like the buttons and stuff where she's sitting there like writing a lot. No, she, yeah, she's, she's, like, she's like, she has like a full thing of like, yeah, she's like a manifesto and, and, yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. and they keep talking about like, what is yeah. Hermione doing? What is she working on? Well, I don't think it's more like she's just in the library and then she comes back with all this stuff and they're like, I mean, okay. Right. So I could see her like kind of starting, you know, this, like looking through like the laws. I feel like the laws yeah. on Muggleborns and Muggles is probably more extensive than the ones on House Elves. So she probably took the whole year for her to like kind of right. Like, get the and I think she's like doing together. some things and like speaking out and like you know, like you were saying, like talking to like the other Muggleborns and stuff, just more vaguely or more just like as homies and not necessarily like oh we need to mobilize maybe she got like a muggle-born professor to kind of like help her with advising her on what she should do mm-hmm. charity oh no oh charity, charity? Bird. well she's she's just a muggle-born professor i don't know i know but actually. she i feel like if you're a muggle studies professor you yeah. might be a good like ally maybe yeah but i but i think that like I'm just thinking, like, oh, no. Yeah, I know. But also, R.I.P. kind of awesome, though. Yeah. But I think that, like, I think it's one of those things where, like, she is kind of in, like, discovery. I say, I'm saying discovery phase, and then it makes me think of uh, Karen from The Real Housewives of Potomac. But, (laughs) (laughs) um, like, she's in the, like, discovery phase during her year. And then once Voldemort's back, she's like, oh, no, we got to, like, do this. And so I think that she's, like, at home just, like, writing letters to 
like dean and, and colin and, and maybe and, 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 and just trying to be like we need to figure out this thing and i think that yeah i think that what then she goes to grandma place for a second is like um can y'all help me with this thing yeah here's a list of like these people, these people and, and i think and, and then yeah and i think that like my question is is how on it is the order not because they don't think it's important, but because they got a lot going on. And on their list of priorities, where is that? Yeah, I, I think like it, there has to be at least one order member who would listen to her. But I don't know which one it would be. I mean, I feel like it would probably, I would say that, like, Remus is like, yeah, I can help. And we'll, we'll, we'll put some stuff together. Um, and maybe he comes and helps her. And then as she keeps checking up, he's like, oh, yes, but it's been pushed or this or, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to get to it, Hermione, I know, but we're going to get to it. And she's getting increasingly frustrated. Right. Um, and it's not by any fault of um, them thinking that it's not worthy. It just doesn't rank in priorities the same way that it ranks. Like, it's her top priority. Right. And they're and like, they're with like, this weapon. Yeah. Well, we... They're like, go go monitor the werewolves. Go see what the giants are up to. Yeah. Um, so here's my thing. One of the stagnation leads her to this to make up her own kind of like muggle-born whisper network or whatever so they know what's going on with each other and like if they figure out ways to set up traps or stuff like that without um setting off their underage magic alarm so this is like dumbledore's army except not like it's like it's spew and dumbledore's army together and she's just like doing this thing and harry and ron kind of know that she is but also have no clue i mean at this point hermione knows about like the um charmed artifacts that like mad eye put around his house remember um and knows about like i I think she knows about like the exploding toilet type of thing i think that's already happened Mm -hmm. no uh yes and it's in it's in order of the phoenix yeah um, but like she knows about like but what, so but i'm saying that she could start Arthur to does, yeah but yeah. she could start to think like okay if we can't do magic we can buy like we like, go to diagon alley and right. buy like this this and this and set these like and home like, alone to our, for wizards. to our families yeah but i also think that like it would be cool if um she sneak a scope like, all if, over the place mm-hmm. yeah i feel like it'd be fun if they like they kind of like set um, Fred and George off on like you know how they have the Peruvian darkness powder kind of thing like we, they kind of like get them involved in making like it starts off being prank stuff but it ends up being like helpful to them right like she way. becomes prefect like but yeah she becomes prefect and maybe instead of because she and Ron I guess are still prefect but I think instead like when she sees I think that like when she sees Fred and George like doing all this stuff I think that like I think partially she does have to be like, you can't test on first years, like, yeah. relax. But I also think maybe on the side she's like, Redirecting yo, but if you do have, like, not like I'm gonna tell your mom. She's more like, but if you have some things that could help, like, that would be yeah. tight. Like, I want to see what other things you have. I'm gonna um, try to redirect your energy to something. To something that might actually help. <laughs> yeah. That would help and is like, not, like, endangering children. Children. But I still could see, like, like the wand that they would punch you in your eye or whatever, that mm-hmm. thing or whatever, like, false wands or something to kind of, like, have the, um, if the Death Eaters come, like, if they, like, try to take a wand or whatever, like, aha, you just got boxed in the face, like, like, reusing the things that the twins are using, but for actual good instead of just pranking. Right. Yeah. Um, and then also I was thinking about if the, um, Muggleborns, like, 
what like what would that actually look like? Who are the Muggleborns, and like what can we expect out of a group of the Muggleborns from Hogwarts doing together? Like what? Well, I think that think I think it would I think it would be one of those things where like they've kind of or like Hermione's kind of built up this network um, over the summer so that when they get to Hogwarts, Hogwarts, they're like, oh yeah, what's up? That's like that's my homie or whatever. But I also think that like Umbridge is back or is here now, and I think that like. I don't think after hearing would be Umbridge, out loud and proud hanging out with the Well, network. I think the thing is is I think it's like it goes both ways sort of because I think that she would be in detention just as much as Harry would be. Yes. And I think that that would like both like spur her on. But I also think that she would be wanting to like make sure that like her the rest of the folks in their like network are protected. And so I don't know that she would be like talking so much about the network, but would still be, like, anytime she gets, like, she's gonna advocate regardless, you know what I mean? Yeah, for Um, sure. I was just saying, I don't think that it would be, like, like, we're saying in the, in fourth year, when she is mad at Ron, and she starts hanging out more with, like, Colin Creevy and Dean, I think she would kind of correct that, because Umbridge and the Ministry are at Hogwarts, she'd start being, like, I'm hanging out with Ron and... But I think hanging out with Ron and, and Harry, Harry puts just as much of a. I don't think it. More. Yeah, I think it. I think it does. But I think her thought is it. But it doesn't put pressure on Dean and Colin. Right. Like you know what I mean. It doesn't look like the Muggles are ganging up. Or the Muggleborns are ganging like coming together. Uh huh. And so I think that in the same way, sorry, bringing up like the BSU when Blaze starts to back away. I think that Hermione does something similar, and backs away from the Muggleborns, but they still have like an underground. Right, it's not, not like it's not, but I, and I think that like not everybody would have known anyway that it's happening. Yes, because but I think like yeah, maybe she just like changes tactics, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, Do we think that Harry? She told Harry about it during the summer, so he goes into this year knowing what's going. I on. Don't I mean, think I, so. I think so, because he's Harry Potter. Like I like my thing is is like I think I think that Ron and Harry would know. I don't, I don't know so. that they would know the depth of it, but I think that they would know at the very least, like, oh, she's doing work with Muggleborns. I don't know that necessarily, like, and she's, like, talking about trying to get protections for them. Like, I don't know that they would know, like, the ins and outs, but I think they would know. I like, mean, I think that they would know that she was, you know, doing, advocating for the Muggleborns, but I don't think that they would know, I don't think that she would tell them, yeah, I've had conversations with Muggleborns, and we're doing, you know, we have plans and strategies in place. I don't think she's telling them that, because I one, I don't think she... I think she's forgiven Ron. I don't think that she fully. But I also think in this timeline, she and Harry are much closer. So I could see her telling Harry. But I don't. But also, she has always tried to protect Harry in a way. And I don't think that she would be like, "Here's one more thing for you to worry about." I think she would be like, "Harry needs to worry about Harry hmm. at Do this you think moment." She might have and told him though after the Dementor attack, like especially after because it was the Dementor went after Dudley as well as Harry and then it involved a squib like um, Mrs. Fig or whatever do you think that might have spurred her into being like I don't think so because that is very much an attack on Harry Potter yeah I mean but they didn't they didn't know no that was like Umbridge making an attack on Harry Potter but it was like but it was an attack on Harry Potter they don't know who it was but that was like you know that's for all she knows that's another like Voldemort Voldemort's way of getting to him. I'm not saying that she's doing it covertly. Um, or no, no, I'm not saying that she's doing it maliciously. I just think that she's a very, like, she compartmentalized who she's got, like, this part of Dumbledore in her where she's able to be like, I got 50 things going, juggling, 
and you don't need to know about this because here I need you focused on the Voldemort chosen one part. Um, Ron, I don't fully trust you, and why would I tell you? Because you have a big mouth and a big family who and your family I don't trust. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just personally, I'm like, I'm not going to tell Ron, and then that gets back to Molly or Arthur, and then they say something. You know, even if it's not... Um, malicious if even if like Arthur's like I'm so proud of these kids you know they've, they've got their whole like network going you know what I mean like I just think that she would not it's the whole point is that they are supposed to be protecting each other and like finding out ways to keep their family safe she's not telling a bunch of wizards so and the only wizard she them a, a security risk right like, and the, considers even Harry a security yes risk. and the, and, I, and I don't even think she thinks of Harry as a security risk I think she just doesn't tell Harry she thinks of Ron as a security risk and Harry, Harry she doesn't want, Harry would definitely tell Ron, and Harry needs to focus. Like, yeah. Hermione's biggest thing is, like, Harry, you, you gotta focus, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know why you worry about Quidditch and Cho, and you're, yeah. like. So I also think that, like, McGonagall is stressed out, mm-hmm. because you, one side we got Harry getting in all these detentions because she's talking about Voldemort. Angelina coming to her because she's like, Harry, keep getting detention, talking about Voldemort. Now all of a sudden, Hermione's Hermione, getting detention, talking about, about Muggleborns, and, and she's just like, can y'all, like, just, like, I get it, but just relax. Like, <laughs> like not even on, like, I, so I wonder, too, like, if maybe McGonagall is somebody Hermione then ends up confiding in and is like, this is the thing I'm trying to do, and I'm like, and I think that maybe that could be good and not necessarily, like, I think that Hermione is, I mean, sorry, I think McGonagall is definitely, like, encouraging Hermione to not be putting herself, laying herself in detention. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time being like, no, you're right. And I'm going to help, help or like also try to figure out ways. I'll like be on the order about getting these folks um, protection and like all that kind of stuff. Cause I think, I just think that she would kind of encourage Hermione while also just being like, please don't come back in my office. Yeah. I definitely so- think that we would have like a, a mirrored situation with, McGonagall, Hermione, as we did with McGonagall and Harry. Mm-hmm. Like, but I also feel like... I understand your convictions, but be smart. Yeah. I also feel like with the Muggleborns running to Diagon Alley, getting all the protective things that they can get, that's going... Somebody in the Fudge administration is noticing this. Like, it's not going to go unacknowledged. Like, they had a spy in Hogshead for their meetup or whatever. I feel like there's too many like eyes in Diagon Alley for no one to have noticed these muggleborns. Yeah, I mean, I I could see that, but I think also like in at least in the beginning in the over the summer mm-hmm. they're buying like Zonko's products and joke products and their kids, right? So I could see that like once Umbridge's in the ministry and you know, I I could also see like Someone watching them, like, on Hogsmeade visits, Hermione's like, I'll catch up with you guys in a minute. I'm going to go run over to the tea shop and then, like, check in with, the like, the muggles. And that's how they get put on the radar. But But during the summer is whenever things ramped up. During the summer is whenever the Dementors were sent after Harry. Yeah, but I... Like, that's exactly when, like, the ministry... Because it's right after... Right after Harry came back with Cedric, that's whenever the ministry was like, oh, crap, he's going to be telling the stories about Voldemort. Oh, crap, here we go. And I think that's when stuff started ramping up. And that's why he was immediately taken to court or whatever in the summer. Yeah, but that's also, that's Harry Potter. I don't, I still, I don't think that people are checking for Hermione and the Muggle-born children. 
like that. I think that starts to happen once they get back to Hogwarts. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that, like, Hermione's issue with the Order is these, like, these people are coming and they're going to come for muggles regardless. And I'm, you know, very publicly a friend of Harry Potter, so they're going to come for me. Um, but beyond Hermione, I don't think that, like, anyone is being like, oh, Colin Creevy bought some, with yeah, some, like, sneakoscopes or, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're still kids, and they're, and again, like, socially, the problem is, is that muggles and muggleborns are discounted, so they're not, they're really not looking at them until it becomes a thing about power and control over them for fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen until much later. Do you think Mad-Eye Moody would get involved? Um, he has faux glass, and I wonder if, because I think it's, like, rare. It's, like, not something that's easily obtained. So I wonder if Mad-Eye Moody might get involved, like, as the Order member. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Because nobody, like, everybody I got really stuff. discredits him anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And he already has all the things. I yeah. can see that, for sure. And I, and I think, um, yeah, I think that that definitely would... But I think yeah, I think as like it's going on, like she's able to kind of pull in more people too, like especially like adults. Um I also think that like because she I think that her and Harry would like know about each other's scars probably much sooner. Sooner. Um and but I also think that she might like I also think that she would pull together Dumbledore's army way faster. Yeah. Because she would already kind of have the like the systems in place where she's like oh, okay yeah I know we're gonna do this this and this maybe they don't go to the hogshead you know what I mean like I think that there are certain things that she would like kind of just know because she's done it done some of this stuff already um and so that means like maybe Umbridge doesn't find out right away yeah um, she's had more practice so, like, in running an underground right <laughs> so no decrees right so no de- yeah no decrees right away um but they're still like you know not trying to be somewhere that's like out in the open because that's just like not smart like they already know that like if Umbridge finds out she's gonna shut it down so I think that they would still like be in the room of requirement um trying to figure that out but I think that Umbridge is not like coming for them collectively Mm -hmm. it's like she still like has an eye on Harry and Hermione but it's not for possibly creating some like resistance group against uh the ministry the ministry um trying to think so where are we right now because we're in order of the phoenix and so i'm trying to figure out like what kinds of things maybe we should just skip ahead a bit because i do think that like for the most part order of the phoenix would go the same way yeah i think it's just that hermione is like slowly building a name for herself in a way that like by sixth year Voldemort is not gonna be able to ignore her um so yeah I think that I think maybe then what what becomes a little bit more yikes is once sixth year comes around and like Voldemort is out in the open and is attacking people and very clear like Hermione I think is on that list for sure I also think so when does the um, the Quibbler article comes out with Harry. Yeah. I also think that a part of that are like, 
before or after that, in a, in some sense, Hermione is either writing letters to the Daily Prophet editors or does another quibbler kind of like thing about muggle treatment uh-huh. in particular. Yeah. So, um, they're, she's like a known activist now. Yeah. Um, which goes along in your part, like Voldemort cannot ignore her, but also, um, she has made herself an enemy of the ministry separate from Harry. And so then I wonder, does she send her parents off earlier? earlier? But also, like, when Harry becomes undesirable number one, does she become undesirable number two? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wasn't she kind of right? <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe she was number three. And yeah. Ron was, she, gets, she gets top billing now. Yeah. Um, Um, so yeah, so I think that she maybe sends, um, her parents off sooner, her parents off sooner, which then, so then I wonder because like Harry goes, no, but I think she might, I think she might just be like, okay, I gotta, but would she after her whole, the thing that started her off on this whole journey was seeing how badly the robbers were oblivious? Yes. I don't think that she's against oblivion. I think she's against abuse of it. Yeah. Like, I think that if they would have just obliviated Roberts once at the end, like all of the stuff happened, you know what I mean? The thing with the family happened and that was the only time they obliviated that man after they cleaned it all up, she would have been like, yeah, that makes sense. You have to like, like, yeah, you know, I don't think that she's completely against the statute of secrecy. She's just against abuse and, like, not even thinking about long-term damage to muggles. Because right. they said they were building that man, like, ten times a day. But her parents know she's magical, so the, the whole idea of the Statue of Secrecy is kind of, like... Yeah, but she, she doesn't she, do it because of the Statue of Secrecy. She does it because they have a lot of information on Harry and Ron. And at this point, they have... If she's, like, undesirable number two or whatever, if, if Voldemort is coming for her, he's absolutely coming for the parents first yeah so you got if and and they will know things about her and we'll know like oh yeah she would hold up in her room over the summer like writing all these letters and doing all this stuff and like had us put all these weird things in our house like you know what i mean like they would have information just and just by proximity that i think that she would and feel like she needed to just like that it would be a protection thing and not necessarily like and then she's not she hasn't been just like obliviating them left and right i think that it's one of those situations where she'd be like this is her this last is, ditch protection kind of, what of I gotta her do. family yeah and me i mean you could argue the point i don't think that it's worth like really thinking about too far in this but you could argue the point that maybe she might have figured out a better way to do it or a way to do it without obliviating them mm-hmm. she loved herself yeah. some polyjuice um, yeah. Right, but I just but think that like, I think that she would have to like she figure out a way away. to send them away, yeah. and I don't and yeah, I don't think that they'd be able away. to. I don't think I could, think they'd have to. It has to be some kind of witness protection thing. Like I don't think they'd be they able to. to have, but like, I also don't. They have, to have different identities, and I think that but, they would have to be obliviated in order to make that happen because they're not spot. You know what I mean? Like they're not yeah. trained to like. I also, again, she's black. I don't think that without obliviation, her parents are going to be like, "Yeah, cool, we'll go away, and you stay here." Yeah. But here's my, so this is reminding me of what happened with um, Hermione Granger in a quarter life crisis, right? When the obliviation doesn't really work out well for her or whatever. Right. For her mm-hmm. But so, I think that she, one, would have no way of knowing whether it does or not. I think that she's kind of like, if something happens to me, I know that they're good. Yeah. Like, obliviation, obliv- like, lifted or not. You know what I mean? Like, I know that they, at the very least, are, like, safe from 
Voldemort. She might not know. And, and I, I think at that time, she, she more research she, too. Cause as, like, but I also think at that time, I don't think she thought that she was, I think it was a thing that she hoped that maybe one day she could reunite with them. But I literally don't think that she thought she would see her parents again. Yeah. I don't think that she was like fully confident that they would survive, but she was confident that in doing that, her parents would survive and be okay. And like, she was fully okay with the idea of them starting a new life. And at this point too, like she's younger than when she did it in canon. And yeah. so I think that like, I think that she would do all the research that she could. I think that she would kind of just be like, this is fucked up. Cause there's not hella, like I'm sure she would in her research would be like, there's not a lot of research on what um, those effects are on muggles. And I think that she would already know that from like her earlier stuff. Yeah. And I think that she would take that into account. Um, but I still think that she would do it. Because, again, like I don't think it's an abuse of power. I think it's like a moment where it feels like it's actually necessary. Because, again, I don't it's think her the last issue... Resort protection yeah, I don't thing. think the issue is oblivion. It's just the way that it's just, like... Abuse. Ab- yeah. I wonder if... Like, she, when would she have... She has to do it during the school year because otherwise it would be definite grounds to have her come into the ministry. No, by no, six years she's of age. Yeah. But you're saying she's younger than she was when she did it in the series. She did it yeah, at the beginning of seventh year in the series. But six years, she's it's early, and I think that like she, maybe she has like McGonagall come and do it. Like me and Ernie, like maybe she has somebody do it. So she, because I think it is a little bit like it's like maybe a month or it would end mm-hmm. up being like a month or two before she actually is of age. So I think that like she would have to figure out a way to do it, and it might have to just be that she like brings somebody else in on it, which I think that she. It could be Mad Eye again. Mad Eye, I feel like, would be down and do some reckless stuff like that. <laughs> McGonagall would be like, let's talk about it. Let's do all of our options. I'm not comfortable with this. Matt, I would be like, yeah, that checks out. Constant vigilance. Constant vigilance. That seems right. I applaud you for being on top. Being ready to do what you Seems a little extreme, but I, you know. You know, I mess. We love extreme over here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that, yeah, she might have to like bring someone in on it, but I think that she would at that point, like once she's back at home, just be like, nah, I can't see this like I can't see them just being here while I'm back at school um and I wonder then like does she then just go because like in Half-Blood Prince when Harry gets to the borough like she's already there so does she just do that and it's like I guess I'm gonna just be at the borough which like sucks for her but there's protections there and there's Order of the Phoenix that's even worse that's what I'm saying like she can't really go to Dean's house because that's like yeah she's gonna be like Dean you need to send your I mean like maybe not but like I can't go there because they y'all undesirable got the, number two yeah um I mean uh, do we have undesirable at this point but... I don't know Tonks? she could nah, probably I, she... I could see her maybe staying with McGonagall um yeah. yeah you know McGonagall's still like a part of the order and it's gonna be hesitant to bring her in fully but like would take her in and like she would stay with McGonagall, maybe, maybe Tonks, but I would Tonks is going through it currently. So. Yeah, um, but I allegedly. think allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> um, but isn't book six whenever the um, bridges, Bethany does both the bridges and stuff, and the other minister chapter? Yeah, mm-hmm. things are all things are popping off. So I just think that Hermione is like, yeah, we we just gonna have to. Which is why I partially think that she could just go to the borough because mm-hmm. like there are protections and like I think that she would not like it like I think that her and Mrs. Weasley relationship is probably never Strange. like it's never recovered never yeah. recovers but I feel like that's a situ- that's like asking for a big blow up to happen in an already dangerous situation and I think that's and fine like, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think she has that many. Like maybe she could go to McGonagall, but I just don't think that she has that many options. And I think going to the borough, she'll be with Harry. She'll know, like she'll be in things. You know what I mean? Like whereas, like McGonagall, I think would kind of try to keep, not keep her out of it, but. Yeah, I think she would try to keep her out of it. I think it would just be a different thing. Whereas, like, they have a system of, of ear hustling over at the Weasley's house. And she can And I also still, I do out. think that that Hermione in general is one of these people who is, like, is able to say, I don't really mess with them, but they're not going to do me any harm. I can be respectful and I can stay out of her way. And I think I think it would affect her. Like I think that she yeah. would be like, especially I mean, given she like, she would be angry and miser- a little miserable, right? About and it, I but... wonder too if she even tells Ron or Harry and Ron that she sent her parents away, right? Like I think so maybe she's like dealing with all that internally on top of like Mrs. Weasley and the floor situation. You know what I mean? Like I could just see her kind of just feeling not good about it, but also being like, this is kind of what I got, and being like, okay, only a couple more weeks till we got to worry about Hogwarts and that it won't be an issue. You know what I mean? It's not like they're staying long-term. So I could see her just like swallowing it for yeah. a couple weeks and just being like, this isn't really what I wanted to do, but we're here. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think really the big change here is that Harry and or that Hermione would be, um, Hermione would just be again, like, a, a bigger target. Um, so what happens in six year? Harry starts doing um, horror crux hunting and oblivion uh, occlumency lessons, which no, is not going to go well. Occlumency's already done. We're in half the prints. Oh, we're in half. So she's so yeah. he's in he's in lessons with Dumbledore. Maybe Hermione's in lessons with McGonagall or something. Like she's just yeah. like, hey, can you teach me some like more like substantial. I would like to think that Hermione does a, I just, my brain just said Gossip Girl, but that's not what I'm thinking Mm -hmm. of. But like, she starts to do kind of a Potter watch, but earlier, and it's more about like, here are like stories about muggle disappearances, muggle, like, where's Charity Burbage, you know what I mean? Like, she starts to really... Charity Burbage isn't... Is that seven? That's seven. Okay. Um, But she starts to really like, do more, and I think that maybe her she grows in a relationship with McGonagall and she's more covert about it and McGonagall has like really expressed to her like you need to pick and choose like when your face is going to be out there because you are a target now but that's not going to stop Hermione from talking yeah so I think that like she probably comes up with like an anonymous um newsletter or radio show yeah um I want to she introduce is she brought into Slughorn's like Slug Club Slug Club right away I think she might be and I think that she would hate it and I think that she would probably Slug, would would Slughorn bring her in though with such a strong yeah polarized yeah yeah he brought he, Harry he, in he, like he brought he you know what I mean yeah and I think that, but I also think that after that first thing she'd be like no nope. yeah. <laughs> like I think that it would just be one of those where she goes cause Harry's going they're on the train whatever and then she's like 
no, we're not gonna do that. But because unless, she goes with Harry, Moody or McGonagall tells her that it's advantageous to her to stay in the club. But even I still, think I think she, she would, would just—it's yeah. like one of those things where I think, like, with her, her morals, morals are she too would strong. be like, nah. But I also, I wonder too. And that's what I'm saying. It's like a spy mission, not like advantageous for her personally, but like as a, like you, it's good for you to stick around, see what happens over here. Maybe, but I don't know that it like for her Ooh. causes that it necessarily does. Um, what I do wonder is that if she does go on the train for, um, for the lunch, does she let Harry go off to go find Malfoy with his invisibility cloak or does she go with him or does she like, just be like, nah, we're com- we're going back to the compartment, like quit playing. I thought she told him that she, that he was being done. Huh? I think she would tell him that he was being done. Would that stop him from going or would she just be like, okay, I'm gonna come with you to make sure you don't like, I don't think that she would come with him. And I I think, I don't think that changes anything. Cause I think that she would still be like, this is stupid. This is not your biggest priority. And he would say, you're right. And then go do it anyway. Okay. Yeah. But at least she'll know where he is. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe then instead, like then she goes and checks the compartment like sooner. Whereas like before he didn't, like, when he goes off, he's with Neville, and so Neville doesn't know yeah. what he's doing. Harry's just like, oh, I'm about to go this way, or whatever. And so they're kind of just like, I don't know where Harry is, what's going on? Whereas, like, I think she would know, and then if he's been too long, she's she'd be go. like, let me go check for him. Um, Do you think that one of the missions that Voldemort would task Draco with in, in t- on top of killing Dumbledore would be to kidnap Hermione or something like because of how vocal she's been or whatever like is to like take her out in some way that could be it maybe I mean I feel like for Vold- for Draco Voldemort's thing was mostly to get him because of Lucius yeah to hurt him I don't think he thought that Draco was going to succeed and he wanted to like he wanted the knowledge of that to just like torture Draco's parents, whereas like giving him that kind of a mission is not going to torture his Draco's parents. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I don't, I don't know. I think that it would be one of those things where Draco knows if he could get Hermione, it would be a bonus and help put him on the good side. You know, because we see we see a lot of that with Draco this year. It's just like anything that, um, you know, he's trying. He has that main. His main plan to kill Dumbledore, but in the meantime, he's like, if I can do it sooner, if I can take some people out on the way, I might gain favor with Voldemort just by causing chaos. Mm -hmm. So I think that like he would still be trying to like fix the cabinet, um, but like maybe he's more focused on getting Hermione to kill Dumbledore. You know what I mean? Or like try to get two birds with one stone as a bonus, but I don't think that that would be his main mission. I don't think his mission would change. Even, like, Crab or, and Goyle, like, <laughs> given their parents or whatever, like, not that they have the brains to do it, but that they have, like, they're putting a target on Hermione this year or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they would, pro- I think they would definitely go above and beyond to torture her and hurt her. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it would be a mission given by Voldemort, though. I don't think that Voldemort even knows Crab and Goyle's names beyond, like, the daddies, but... um, I was thinking, if there's there's, um, some part of the Slytherin, like, Death Eater cohort that are trying to hurt Hermione, then it might change how 
the rest of the Dumbledore's army slash the Mogaborn group or network or whatever um, act that year in the story. Maybe it changes how, like, Ron acts that year. Like, people have to, like, be ready to, like, fight all the time in the quarters. And that's probably going to drive um, McGonagall even more, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I wonder if, because, like, so if Hermione is kind of, like, she kind of said that she's kind of, like, not telling Ron and Harry about, like, kind of some big things happening. Does she tell anyone? Slash, does she tell Dean? Yeah. (laughs) About her parents? Yeah. If, maybe she's, maybe that's a thing that she tells the other kids to consider as a precaution, and it sets off an alarm, like, they don't, they, maybe they, maybe Dean asks her, like, oh, did you do it? And she's like, oh, yeah, but she doesn't really, like, fess up to it, but he starts suspecting that she may have done it, and then that leads him to kind of be, like, worried about her, mm-hmm. so he, like, looks out for her more, because he knows that she suggested it as a thing, and he's, like, a little concerned mm-hmm. about what's going on with her. And then, like, Jenny is like, why are you talking about Hermione so much? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, you really, you keep, you keep, like, Hermione just walked by, and he's like, oh, yeah, you good? And she's like, I mean, I'm right here, but yeah. Hope she's good. She seems fine. Um, so that's cute. Um, I'm trying to think if there are any like, big things. Okay, so if Hermione and Ron are really just like homies at this point, they're like they had their like big blow up things are kind of slowly getting better and, like, have been, because now it's been, like, mm-hmm. a year. It's over, like, a year at this point. Um, but she doesn't have, like, a crush on him. Like, I think that that kind of was dead. That's dead. During the Yule Ball, like, after yeah. all that. Like, that just is not a thing. So does she go to the Quidditch tryouts? And if so, does she confund McLaggen? I think so, because I think that was also just a thing about... Him being a creep? No, I... I, I but being a friend to Ron. Like, Knowing that it's important to Ron and it's important to Harry that they are on this team together and that makes her life easier. But does that mean that she goes? You know what I mean? Like, because he's already been on the team before. So does that yeah. mean that she is, like, going to go out of her way to go to tryouts? I mean, she would Or to is tryouts. she going to go do... She got other stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she could be, like... I could see it either way. She I could be... see it either way. I could see her just not going to the tryouts full stop. Because she's got. I think if she's there, she's definitely on. confunding the glass. Yeah, but if she does go, then she's gonna do that because it's 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 for Ron, but it's also against McLagan, and I don't think that like the romance is a part of it. Yeah. But what would she be doing instead? She would be you know writing, organizing type of stuff. Yeah, I could just see that. I could see that being a thing. thing. And then maybe she's... it's a Muggleborn meeting. Maybe it's one of their meetings. And, oh, I don't think they're not, meeting. I think Dean trying is out. trying out. Yeah, yeah. yeah Dean's trying out. And I don't think that they're meeting. I think that they're like, you know, like parchments and yeah. I mean, they had to be that way for fifth year, but sixth year is just Snape and Defense Against Dark Arts. So it's not as like, you know. Yeah, but it's, but Voldemort is out. So it's like, they don't want to call attention. Like Hermione's already called like a lot of attention to herself. And it's okay. I think it's one of those things where like, if you're going to. Not you don't want to. You do not want to be publicly seen associating with Hermione Granger unless you're Harry Potter and you're already, you know, yeah, got you're a Dean target Thomas on your back. And you just worried about her. You yeah, know what I'm are you Dean and you just you don't care? <laughs> you take that risk. Um, 
Yeah, I think that it would be more, um, we have to yeah. hurry up. Um, I think it's more a matter of she's doing a lot more stuff, organizing and stuff like that, like, covertly. I also think she's using the internet and the muggles are using muggle technology. They got cell but phones. They, they texted each other. Robin, it is 1996. That's true. There's no. <laughs> like, they got beepers, right. though. They got beepers and phones. But is, it, but is that like working in Hogwarts? Like I think that that's Hogwarts. one of the things where that like doesn't telephones don't work. Yeah, no, like Muggle technology no, does not work. Technology. I know that Muggle technology doesn't work, but I because radios work, so I just figured telephones. Is yeah, but they a don't similar... have a, they don't have cellular I mean, devices. The, yeah, like... the Weasleys, but not even like regular telephones because the Weasleys, whenever they called, they didn't they they called from some like payphone in Otterytech catch pool or whatever. They didn't really they didn't have a house phone to call from. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, they could have done that during the summer because what was it you're going to check the, the telephone light? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. So I think, um, so I think we're at this point where like, it's not like it's going to change a lot from canon, but Hermione just has more to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, does she get got though? I don't think she gets got. I don't got. think so. I think they, I think, I think the same thing happens. Um, but in the way in which I do, oh, there's, here's one thing. When they get caught and they're going to Malfoy Manor, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't matter as much that they have Harry Potter or not. They're calling Voldemort right away because they have Hermione Granger. Mm. Yikes. Okay. Are they or are they just like, oh, we just going to torture her a little bit beforehand? I mean, it could also be we go kill her immediately. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but they could have information is my thing. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know. Like, this is probably Harry because it's Hermione. Um, But but they kind of recognized Hermione and Ron anyway. They did, but I'm saying they were more worried about, is the person with them Harry Potter? Right. We want to be sure. Right. I I don't think they they would have that hesitation. No, I think they will because I don't think Voldemort needs to do Hermione in personally. Like, I think we, like, I don't think that he has, I think she just needs to go. He did charity Burbage, and he didn't have to do hers. But I think, but I think it was, yes, but I also think that, like... reserve his killing for just, like, oh, I only reserve my killing. No, for sure, but he's abroad, and he's, like, searching for the elder, like, he's on a mission, and Mm -hmm. I think, I'm pretty sure he's told them, like, do not call me for anything less than Harry Potter. Hermione, as much as I think he would enjoy, like, torturing and killing her, is less than Harry Potter, in the context of, like, what he's like trying to do in his mission so i feel like if they hit that dark mark and he popped up and it was just hermione like i think he would kill her but i think he'd also be like the Y'all fuck could have done that like i'm i'm trying to do other like i have a long game here or like not a long game but you know what I mean? like i have so you think that Bellatrix other things would have killed hermione especially after hermione impersonated her and i mean i still kind of feel like bellatrix would torture her because that she's that's what she does and, and because she's muggle-born i think that she i think bellatrix would have would be like i know who hermione is i know what she's been doing i like want to put her in her place but Mm -hmm. i don't think that i think that they would still have enough time to get hermione out i think that the torture would probably be a little more Mm -hmm. because it's not just to get information um but i think that she would survive personally aimed the knife after hermione rather than dobby Nah, cause nah. she was, cause she was real. Uh, cause it, for Dobby, it was where you come into my house, you disobey, like you, you know just deny I mean? your masters or whatever the fuck. Yeah, like yeah, I think that was a different thing. I definitely think that like Hermione, I think that that torture would be brutal. 
Yeah, and I think that it would affect her. I mean, not that it didn't affect her, but also, like, the books kind of skate over it once mm-hmm. it's done. Um, yeah, I think it would I think it would do a lot more damage for her, but I also guess who's at Shell Cottage? <laughs> to help nurse her back <laughs> to help help. Her, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so here's the thing. So we're saying... Is Ron screaming Hermione from the, from the dendrum? I think so. Or is that Dean? I don't think Dean is, because I think Dean knows that that shit don't help. Yeah. <laughs> Ron still is because I still think that Ron has feelings for Hermione they're just unrequited and they're going to be yeah and he just has to work through that on his own like there's just there's not going to be a time in which he might even pull out his um pickup line book and she's just looking at him like bro <laughs> no. no please um but also when he leaves does she ever see if like I think at that point then yeah back to the, back I think to, it's back to just her being like I mean okay you're here and that's fine but the nigga sir like, um, you just can't <laughs> so here's my thing okay so we say everything else goes the way that it's supposed to go after they defeat Voldemort is Hermione becoming minister for magic is she joining the ministry or is she going to continue to agitate from the outside I think she would do outside but that doesn't mean that she doesn't eventually go to the ministry you know? Yeah. I do. I, okay. I more supportly, do, do you think she becomes a minister? I know, because I'm thinking about what happens earlier in the book of Seven when they um, they impersonate the ministry workers, and then Ron is the husband to um, a muggle-born wife or whatever, mm-hmm. and I feel like that would F her up so much, given what the ministry did in that case, that she would be real, like, Mm anti-ministry. Yeah, but I could just, yeah. I I mean, I think she could be. She's definitely, like, working to get laws changed, though, so that doesn't mean, so that she's going to have to interact with the ministry. She interacts with the ministry, for sure, but I'm just wondering if she'd, like... And I don't know if she would she... become Minister of Magic. I feel like that, like... Because I also feel like she's going to have... That's like saying that, like, in some timeline, Martin Luther King Jr. could have became president. Like, she's right. going to have haters for, like... Right. Um, okay. So... Interesting. I feel like in this one, not much changes, but we get a much deeper and more radical Hermione, and I'm here for it. Yeah. And we do not get... Hermione Granger Weasley, which I'm also here for. We definitely Dean Myony is alive and strong if we want it to be. Crum Crumb Myony as well, if you want it to be. Like she her, the world is her oyster. She has mm-hmm. Quidditch Bay options. <laughs> um who are you gonna MVP? This version of Hermione. This version of Hermione is the version of Hermione we should have got. So I'm gonna go with this version. That yeah, I agree. Same, pretty much, yeah. Because she's, like, she's is actually putting, like, like, her her activism energy into something that she can actually, that she's actually, like, knowledgeable about and can do something about and is not, like, speaking over people and, yeah. yeah. I also think it's really important that she's decentering Harry in this. Like, she's with mm-hmm. Harry and... She's supporting him and doing all the things that she needs to do to get to um, defeat Voldemort. But like we talk about a lot, it's like she never in this in this iteration, she never loses sight of 
it's not a it's not solely about Harry. And sometimes Wait. they get that in um in the original canon. Yeah. That she that they they get confused and start to think that it's only Harry versus Voldemort. And like Hermione in this iteration is always very much aware of what she's fighting for. Mm-hmm. So her and Harry are partners more. Sorry, go ahead. I well, one thing is I'm sad. Like I guess this is, that's going to be I'm gonna leave it. But um, I was thinking like we mentioned Justin Flinch fleshy, but another Muggleborn that is uh, Penelope Clearwater, and I wonder if by involving Penelope Clearwater, we get any changes in Percy in the series. No. Mm. Well, I mean Penelope is older though too, and I don't know that they state like that was like second year you know what i mean mm-hmm. so like, like i don't know that like hermione maybe is, is has reached out to her but i just don't know if that like based on when we change the thing if that yeah affects like, percy because percy graduates what year third year or fourth year third third year third year okay. third yeah year. yeah but i also think that if sorry Percy wasn't thinking about Penelope when he was trying to, you know, no, when he cut off his family and tried to make his way up to the ministry. I don't think he was, I don't think that even Hermione could fix that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who are you going to bench? Um, Ron. <laughs> because he's a bad ally. And then he leaves, and he's still a bad ally, and Hermione is just over and disappointed in him. And he never... I mean, he gets better, but... He's just the cause of strife in her life. Constantly. Yeah, I would say... Just, like, the ministry, because... Yikes. They gotta, they gotta do better. Yeah. I'm gonna even say the order because they could have done better for the muggles and muggleborns and they didn't Mm -hmm. and like even in the original lore they didn't do anything about those muggleborns like they're gonna you would leave it up in this version to a young woman who happens to be muggleborn to push for y'all to give protections that y'all should have been doing in the first place so f y'all for that word Mm -hmm. um amani mvp is dean miney and benches are on (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that's all we've gotten from the chat right now. Um, But thank you, Portia, for joining us. I'm pretty sure most people know where to find you, but in case they don't for some reason, (laughs) you let people know. (laughs) Um, I'm currently at poor underscore she underscore a. And yeah, that's where I'm on Twitter. That's where I use most of the time retweeting things. If you see black girls create things, I'm usually part of those. Unless usually. I'm doing something random. <laughs> Poor you got random jobs. I sometimes, sometimes, I sometimes, I sometimes contribute. 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 <laughs> I'm still there. I'm just like, she got a whole she got uh, big title. No one wants She got a whole title. She got a whole series. But I want to own, like, you know, there's so many things going on. It's like, I don't have something to do with every of the things that are going on in BBC. I have to think some of the things. Some I of mean, things I'm part of. but... You're part of the conversation for everything. True. But you know what I mean? I don't want to take credit for other people's stuff. That's your stuff. You do that. Nah, but you, you just, you do things for BGC. Yes. Um. Yes. All right, so, uh... Next week, we're inviting our friends from the Harry Potter Alliance, Katie Bowers and Janae Phillips, to take control of the Time Turner. 
Make sure to follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for this new alternative timeline. And if you want to join the conversation on Twitter, at Black Girls Create, with no A, B-L-K, and no C, <laughs> B-L-K Girls Create, and hashtag Wizard Team. Um, yeah, and we will see y'all next time. <laughs>